0: Welcome to The Ziggler Show, where we inspire your true performance. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and in today's show, I posted this question on my Facebook page. We can do and become anything we want to do and become. Do you agree? The direct answer was almost unanimous, but the perspectives varied greatly. I feel there were three main takeaways. All right, Michelle. Well, this is one of those quotes that we always hear, always have heard in the personal development world that we can do and become anything we want to do and become. And honestly, I heard this recently from a guy I respect tremendously. He's a big name. I'm not, not even going to give his name, but he's a big name out there and he's doing incredible things. And he said that in his, you know, impassionate, uh desire for people and he's living that out in a lot of ways but uh, of course the reason we put it out there is we know that there are some differing thoughts on that but i mean my gosh even, even to your standpoint you spend a significant amount of time up on stage inspiring people motivating them to action and there 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 is i think always a little bit of that of trying to and trying to get people to overcome a hurdle of saying there's no hurdles you can you can do anything isn't there <laughs>
1: Well, the, whoever says there's no hurdles has never been out there in the race because there's hurdles at every pass. You know, it's funny, one of the the talks that I give, I it is specifically on procrastination and time management and all of that, but but I go through these myths of what what keeps us from being truly truly successful. And one of the myths that I that I talk about is this myth that if you just believe that you're going to have what you want or you just believe you're going to be successful that everything will just come into place. Now, I always preface it by saying I am the biggest believer in the power of belief. That is very, very much what my philosophy is built on, what was philosophy is built on, but there is a, but it's not just believing and hoping and wishing that and praying that it's going to happen there. There does require some work with it. And it does have to be in, in alignment with your, your passions, your experiences, your capabilities and your purpose. So it's not as simple as, Oh, I can, do it, or I believe it. And it happens. There's some, there are some parameters around it.
0: Okay. You just hit some, some significant points there. So let's here. I want to read, I want to go through some of the comments that we got on Facebook. It'll bring us right back to some of what you said. So Mike Sutherland, and this is funny. I grouped these together. Admittedly, Mike Sutherland says as bad as I may ever want to, uh, to, to be this five, forty eight 48 year old man will never play in the NBA. Real quick after it, David Creel says, well, if your dream is to be in the NBA and you're five, four, and you can't jump, it ain't going to happen. And then Tim Winder says, I do think that the human will can achieve and accomplish great things. But for someone, as, as someone wrote above, uh, just because I really want to be an NBA player, I'm hindered by only being five eleven. I can barely touch the rim. Okay. Now I got to admit, my first thought went back to, uh, gosh, this is my childhood A guy named Muggsy Bogues and he was five, and he was in the NBA because the guy could jump, you know, three times his height. He was unbelievable. So I think, you know, on one hand, sure, we can often come up with those, those, uh, those anomalies like that. But yeah, in general, I think that's a great way to tip off the discussion on can you do anything you want to do and become? And we're going to hit some other more, even more specific, I think analogies. But yeah, it is difficult. We do have, well, I don't know. Should we, should we say there are some, we do have some limitations. We, we do have some boundaries. Yeah.
1: Well, I think if we look at it as everyone has gifts, we're all born with very unique and specific gifts. And just because your gift, you know, might be one thing, it, it doesn't mean you're a failure at this other thing. That's not your gift. It just means that you're better suited for something else. And in fact, the example that I remember Zig giving years and years ago was he would tell a story kind of the opposite of what you just said of an NBA player. The craziness, how crazy would it be if an NBA player decided he wanted to become a, a horse jockey, Yeah, you know, riding horses, it's just not going to happen. So his gift is in, you know, playing basketball, being tall. So it's, I feel like that the, the message here is finding your gifts yeah. and then, and then utilizing them. Don't try to be something that you're not. Don't try to be more or less than what God created you to be. You own them, but there are just some situations where it's just not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, Michelle, you opened up the God door here, so I'll just let uh, Ralph McClellan dive right in there because he wrote, I heard these words from an early age, the words of you can do anything, be anything. It's just not a truth and has caused a lot of pain and grief in my life. The concept sounds good and seems to be passed down from generation to generation. For me, a truer statement would be, I can do anything Father God has designed me to do. Much as you just said, Michelle, uh, search for the true self of who God has designed you to be. Embrace how God sees you instead of how the world sees you or how you see yourself. That's what has brought true happiness to me. And I got to admit, we got a lot of comments back to that. And, and so I'll, I'll pose a question because it made me think of this, Michelle. That in essence, if we were, you know what? No, can I? Can I I'm going to read one more. And tie it into this and ask you a question, okay? Uh, Because a lot of people like this, Jason Gary. He says, it reminds me, and I'm going to get this book too. Uh, He says, it reminds me of a book I used to read to my boys about a young lost beaver who was taken in by a family of squirrels. Try that he might, he couldn't scurry up trees or carry acorns in his cheek like his new bushy tailed friends. He lacked the ability and the desire, but he could fell trees and build amazing structures with his teeth, his teeth and tail. And this is the key. Mama and Papa squirrel didn't try to force him to be a clumsy squirrel. They encouraged him to follow his desires and to use his innate his unique gifts and talents by doing that the beaver community noticed him and soon he was reunited with his family uh the end the book is literally for the folks we had a bunch of people on there say what's that book i want to get that and so uh the book is beaver gets lost and it's apparently the uh, series is little animal adventures uh i thought that was was great there's actually a quote by somebody famous. And I literally just forgot to to look it up before the show, but it was something to that, that it was an Einstein or something that we spend so much time. It's not that people out there aren't brilliant, but we teach a lot of ducks to try to climb trees and a lot of, you know, monkeys to swim. And we try to do that instead of this. And I think that's a lot of what we're coming back with. So my question based on both of those, that in essence, for would we, would we truly desire, would the desire of our heart? And it's really hard for me not to say the God given desire of our heart. Would it be contrary to our giftings and abilities part one? And then part two, and wouldn't we say if that, if that, uh, uh what was it? The, the beaver in the story there, if the beaver really wanted to be a squirrel in essence, now, granted, you know, growing up with them maybe changes a little bit, but in essence, it would probably be a little unhealthy for him to want to be other than what he is. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that, Michelle?
1: Well, for sure. We have to find, you know, get, come into a place where we're comfortable with who we are, what, how we're created, but, but. Then there's the other side of that though, too. Sometimes, and especially I don't know about you, Kevin, but I know in my life I've gone down paths that I never would have believed I could have gone down based on what how I saw myself. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, yes, you 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 have to be open-minded to the fact that you know maybe there's more in you than you think, and maybe you really can be a lot more than you're believing yourself to be capable. So it's that fine line as parents, as friends, as encouragers to say, you can do it. Try harder, you know, work harder, do give it your best because there are situations where, you know what, it just might work. But then there are other situations too, where maybe physical limitations, uh, mental limitations, all kinds of limitations, but in a way though, you don't know till you try. So, this quote is tough for me because it is that fine line. I do believe that you have to be in line with your gifts, in line with who, you're, you, know, who you are and uh, have that clarity in it. But I also think sometimes you just have to try. Mm-hmm. And if, if you fail, as we've talked about before, it's not failure. It's just learning what didn't work.
0: Yes, man, I, I completely agree. You know, I'll, I'll follow that right away with one from Archie Winningham, who is a, a guy I He's a dear person. He is a, an encourager of encouragers and uh, uh, very Ziggler-esque in there. So Archie, thanks for posting it here. He says, you and I can become anything we want as long as it is in our heavenly father's plan for our lives. And then he adds on the disc and he's talking about the disc profile and or Myers-Briggs can play a huge role in the evaluation of who we are and what our mission in life is too. And and I, I, Archie, I was grateful for pointing that out, that yeah, there are things that we can do, folks, if you're listening haven't, if you haven't done these things, uh, like a disc profile or a Myers-Briggs, or there's other ones to really understand the innate skills, abilities, tendencies, bents that you have, please do those. They are very strong. And and that, that is what brings us back to, I think, a flavor that came out is coming out in this discussion and in these comments that were brought in of if we take that, you can do anything you wanted to do or be anything you want to be to something that we literally are, are very ill-equipped uh, to do. It, it, that's where it runs a foul. But I think on the personal development side, Michelle, that we tend to fall on the side of, okay, yeah, you need to figure out what you're, what you're skilled uh, at, what your abilities are, what your talents and giftings are But even those who do that, we as humans have a, an innate propensity to limiting ourselves. And so within those, within those amazing things that you do, I mean, so if we said, can anybody be a pro athlete? Well, my gosh, athletics, athletics, that goes from the tour de France to to football, to golf. How many different varieties to, to, yeah, to basketball, to jockeys, how many different varieties of people in there? So could we say that for most people, is it humanly possible for just about anyone barring an accident or an ill health uh, to not, could, could, could anybody possibly be a professional athlete or be in the Olympics? And I would tend to say from our standpoint, from a, a personal development, motivational and inspirational and a belief and an experiential standpoint. So yeah, probably so. W- what do you think?
1: Well, why not? If one person can do it, why can't the other? It, it really boils down to how much, you know, will you're willing to put, how much hard work you want to put towards something. I, you know, it's, I think it's dangerous to try to figure, have it in your mind that you know what you're capable of doing, when a lot of times we're, we're not capable because we don't believe we are. I'll use myself as the example. If you would have said to me 20 years ago that not only I was a best-selling author, but that I was a a publisher and I helped other people bring their books to life, I would have laughed at you because I was the least likely. I did not make good grades in school. I was terrible at English. I was a terrible speller, you know, writer. So I'm sharing that to say that if I would have held on to that belief, I would not be where I am today. So sometimes it's yes, it's, it's looking at what the reality is. Okay. Somebody who doesn't do well in school, could they possibly be a writer? Well, maybe on paper, it looks like they can't, but when you're willing to put in the work, you know, most people that are successful are successful, not because they have some superhuman abilities because they're willing to put in a little bit of extra effort beyond some, the next person, or they're willing to have a little bit more faith or a little bit more persistence, persistent consistency was the key that Zig always talked about. And and now it, we can make the point like, well, no, you can't be everything. Maybe yes, if it means something very specific that you have to have a physical stature for yeah. or you know, a certain IQ. But most things in life, if they're in line with your passion and your purpose, if you're setting goals based on something that's really important to you, that lights you up, if you're willing to do the work and find the resources and the people that can help you, chances are you'll be successful. But if not, then it goes back to but what does that really mean then? It just, it's not a failure. It's not that you went down something, the path you shouldn't have gone. You were passionate about it. It didn't work out. You learn from it and you grow. So it's this, it is a very fine line. There's that blind optimism, which is like, Oh, I believe I'm going to be a millionaire, you know, this next year, but I'm not willing to do any work to get there, you know? (laughs) And, and the person like myself who maybe didn't believe I had the, you know, she had, or he had the ability to do something. And something switched internally and made it happen.
0: Yes. Yes. Who are
1: you to the listener? Which one are you going to be? You're going to be the one that's going to try it anyway and see if you succeed.
0: Yes. And I I just about thought you were going to say, who are you? There's a, there's a quote that's attributed to Nelson Mandela. Uh, It actually was not him. He quoted it, but it was uh, by a lady And the essence of who are you to not play big? Who are you to play small and to not, in essence, paraphrasing, give out, you know, live out your giftings and abilities to the greatest degree that you can. I think, again, as we look at this, we're talking about. Uh, first understanding our own bent. And if there is something that you truly desire, I'd say a great question to start with is why, and do you really, if my dad had been a famous and, and wealthy accountant and I went after and wanted that lifestyle and said, that's what I want to do, uh, I would have had a very hard time doing that because numbers just don't make sense to me. I'm a words guy. And right. I would, I would have hoped somebody would come along and say, gosh, is that really what you want and why? And I would have said, well, that's what I grew up with. That's what I know. He did well in it. He loves it. Whatever. Say, yeah. But does that fit you? So we've all got to, got to do that. But uh, I do want to come back to something you said about uh, writing of, uh, in, specifically in a book scenario yesterday. It's not going to publish for when folks hear this. It's going to be about two weeks away or so. But we interviewed Tim Sanders. He is the renowned author of the book Love is the Killer App. That was his first of, I think, now six books. So the guy's a best selling author, uh, presenter, speaker. celebrity in his own right and it was real interesting michelle you'll appreciate this that when he first started writing the book i think he was initially sought after to write a book because he was a speaker and presenter and had done some big things so they wanted him to write a book he's a great speaker And he starts writing a book and real quick, they said, Oh man, this, this just isn't that good. (laughs) Your, your writing style is not your speaking style. And so what they did is they partnered him up with a good writer who just took his, his audio, took his verbal messages and crafted them into a book that even surprised him. He loved it. And that was, (laughs) that was great. So there's a guy that has an excuse not to write a book, but he has a desire to get a message out and he gets help. So I love the story and I'm going to shamelessly use that to promote that people get involved with you, Michelle, with your book bound by the sea event. Uh, I talked about it in last week in one of the shows too. And it's just when this comes up so often, people who want to write a book, but they don't have an idea where to start, or they want to write a book and they have too many ideas, don't know which one to pick, or they want to figure out how to just take the fact that they have a message or they have an expertise that they want to impart to people. And they think book writing would be a great vehicle, which it would, but, 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 and we've got these, you know, real and perceived obstacles, just like we're talking about here today. And that's Mm -hmm. what, You have book bound by the sea, which I know is a three day workshop, but there were some points about it that you shared once before, uh, that really stuck out to me. And I think honestly, one of them that I loved was just the fact that you said, when you come to the event, you are going to walk away with a, what the the skeleton or the majority of your book written.
1: So you have the entire outline of the book, the chapters, the sub-chapters, the stories within the sub-chapters, everything that's you know floating around in your head as ideas. It's It all comes out in a logical format onto paper. And that's usually the hardest part. Some people have an idea of what they want to write about, but they really, they don't know where to get started. They don't know how to organize it. So organizing those ideas is one of the first things that we do day one of the workshop.
0: Okay. Well, that to me was uh, kind of like that's worth the price of admission. If I can just come there and it not only motivates, inspires me, gets me connected with other people, gets me the guidance from you, but it's going to help me finally do the work to get my thoughts down there and get the concept down, get the chapters down and be ready to put the finishing touches on. That's huge. So folks, with that, if you will go to com, you can connect with Michelle. See the next one, which I think I heard was in Captiva Island, Florida. Yes.
1: Yes. Captiva Island, Florida, which is just outside of Fort Myers. And it's January 26th through the 28th.
0: Okay. Well, you know, kind of the, you had me at hello type idea. That one got me too. Cause any type of event that I can go to, it's going to make me better, but is also in a place that I would go to anyways. I'm there. <laughs> if you're going to put me in a hotel, you know, no windows room and just put my head to the grindstone, not quite as motivating, but I'll come to Captiva Island. I'm hip with that. Um, awesome. All right. Well, so folks again, book bound by the sea. So yeah, go check out, check it out. It's uh, it will, it will change your life. Cause you'll get your book out, get your art out and we get to partake of it. Um, well, Hey, a couple more here. Uh, this was interesting. Scott Priestley. He said, no, he said, no, desire is not enough. Self-limiting oh. beliefs aside. And I appreciate him saying that. Uh, there are intrinsically external forces that often introduce enough impediment that our desires are not achievable or that they are achievable. If you're willing to sacrifice things, you shouldn't family, physical health, mental health, parenting, etc. The concept of if you believe it, you can achieve it was introduced to counter the negative self-limiting beliefs that many of us have. Now, I th- felt like he kind of hit a couple things there because right off the bat, when he says they're intrinsically external forces that often introduce enough impediment that our desires are not achievable. Now, now we're back. We are back into some of the personal development world here. And I, I struggle with that statement, Michelle.
1: Which the the fact that if you believe it, you can achieve it. Well, no,
0: I- just that—that's just the, you know, that there are intrinsically external forces that often introduce enough impediment that our desires are not achievable. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't want to accept. If I have a desire that I believe is achievable, and you know, again, go- going back to what we've already covered, and I believe it is within my giftings and, and my skill sets, and yet there's external forces. I mm-hmm. don't want to let those. I'm not okay with le- letting those be an impediment.
1: You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it goes back to faith. You know, sometimes we think we know what is best and, and that we want something, um, you know, that old Garth Brook song, Garth Brooks song from back in the nineties. And you know, I thank God for unanswered prayers, because sometimes we do have a desire. We do believe that we should, you know, have this business or that relationship, or, you know, I should be able to do this or have this much money. And then, and then the, the circumstances of life change that, but I I just happen to believe that it's all part of a grander plan Yeah. where I think it's tragic though, is when you're not clear on who you are, who's you are, what you're here to do, what your passions are, what your purpose is. That's when you can start setting goals based around things that likely won't happen. Um, But, but if you're in tune and in line with, with, you know, what your gifts are and your calling and your, your purpose, then chances are you'll be more successful.
0: Absolutely. And I do think that is a a key takeaway that we're coming to in this, that in understanding who you are and your strengths and your skills and abilities and your talents and your giftings, and then also I got to give a call out to my friend, Gary Barkalo. He wrote a book called it's your call and it's about your calling and the most impacting thing about my friendship with him. And, and what he wrote in that book is his belief that in our pursuit of God and in our, our seeking of him, that we can trust the desires he puts in our hearts. So that's a, that's a health. So I'll say that's a place of health. So in that place of health, if there's a desire in your heart and and you can, you know who you are, then yeah, I do. That's, that's where I can come in line with the statement of, yeah, you can do that thing. Uh, So maybe that comes out of anything and everything globally, but you can do that thing. And that is the heart of Zig Ziglar and personal development is saying that thing you can do. Don't let those impediments that are, are, exter- are external or even internal. Uh, maybe that's another point, Michelle. He's talking about those external things, but goodness, I, I, I'm prone to make up a percentage. I probably shouldn't do that. But if we look at personal achievement and look at the things that handicap us as humans, There's some percentage that are external. There's some percentage that are internal. If I look to my mentor, Zig Ziglar, I would say his biggest focus is on the internal impediments. Wouldn't you Mm -hmm. say?
1: Yeah. 100%. And I don't know what the percentage would be, but I would bet that the internal is probably a higher percentage.
0: And in that scenario, again, in, in assuming some health, I would say we need to go with the thought that we can do. We can do just about anything. All right. I got two more that I want to read. And this one I want to read. Talk about shameless self-promotion. This is my son, my oldest son, Caleb. Uh, He is 22 years old and he spent a large portion of his life behind hospital doors. Uh, He had epilepsy and had some significant things. And today he is a new man, a thriving 22 year old young man um, who I'm so proud of. So he says, and and I'll tell you, he grew up with these aspects of being in God's will and looking for God's will and and trusting the desires of your heart and also of understanding who you are. So with that preface said, here's his, here's his statement. He says, there are always physical, mental, and emotional barriers. And I'll caveat that. And he knows, he knows those well. Uh, but he says, I believe I can do and be anything I want because I have the free will to do so. Just like the scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I believe that, but I may have to work really hard in multiple ways in order to do or be whatever it is I want, unless it's something not physiologically possible for me, like to give birth or grow wings. I believe I am capable if I have the motivation, the resources, the resolve, the dedication and the perseverance, all those things are more than make up. Uh, my own, my own will, which I can do anything with though. I always pray that my will is hopefully in line with God's will, because when it comes down to it, I hope for and strive to have nothing in my will that is not in line with God's will. Well, first off, of course, as a father, I'm really proud to hear that, but uh, right. Michelle, I do, I do love him. Renius says, I believe I am capable. If I, I like if statements, I got to admit if I have the motivation, the resources, the resolve, the dedication, and the perseverance. So I, I'm going to ask you, Michelle. When you hear those, let's was that five things: motivation, resources, mm-hmm. resolve, dedication, and perseverance. Out of the, that's five things. Out of those, first thing that struck me is four of those. I feel like. As a human, I'm not even going to say as Kevin, just humanity being a, a base creature that four of those, I have more control over motivation, resolve, dedication, and perseverance. And that's what we're generally talking to in personal development. I think that's the essence of most of Zig's books and, 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 and such that resources one. It's interesting. He puts in there because that one to me. Well, I, I don't know. What do you think, Michelle? That one I feel like is one that sometimes people feel like, well, that one I can't control, and that often gets to be the crutch for some for a reason why they can't go forward.
1: Well, first of all, I think he absolutely nailed it. And you should be very proud of your <laughs> son you. because you. wow. What well, sounds like just what an extraordinary young man. So well done, Dad. Thank um you. but to your point though, you're right, because there are people that may or may not have the same, you know, we're all different. We're all in different uh, places in life. And sometimes those resources aren't there now. Can they, can they develop? Absolutely. But there are some, some real situations where if you don't have the funds or if you don't have the connections or whatever, that it's going to make it a lot more difficult. So I, I love that he added that to it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I do too. I, and I think those are just some of the real, really, uh, the real things that we have to look at. And say, how are we going to strengthen those areas, overcome those areas, fulfill those areas? Well, so I'm going to end with one here and I'll, I'll name drop a little bit. This is, this is Ryan Dobson, neat guy who I got to have lunch with uh, months back. But uh, if you don't know who Ryan Dobson is, he's James Dobson's son. Um, neat guy, a relative neighbor here with me in Colorado, Colorado. So here's a guy who has big audiences. He has walked out or walked within this, this concept and this issue a lot. So I was curious to hear him say, and I think it's a good one for us to, to end on Michelle. He says, I hear this all the time and no, just no, you cannot do anything you want to do. You can't grow gills and breathe underwater, nor wings and fly. What you can do is whatever God has for you. And here's, here's the the kicker. If you trust him enough to go beyond what you believe to be possible. I don't know if there could Mm -hmm. be a more Ziegler-esque statement than that. Michelle, what do you think?
1: Absolutely. It's faith. It is 100% faith that you will, you know, have the ability to do it if, 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 if he's willing.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, I'll, I'll bring up something that somebody said to me that's always resonated. And this is a very faith based aspect but it's a God. Would God call you to anything that did not require him? My first thought was, well, no, because then I don't need him. And that doesn't line up with the biblical perception uh, or that I've been given of who my God is. So if you have something you feel called to do, if you have a vision, if you have a desire, it should look overwhelming. It should feel like too much. It should require more than what you have to give in and of yourself, which calls us to rely on our, our heavenly father. And, uh, I think just as much the people that he puts in our lives, like you, Michelle, if we want to write a book, that's, that's, um, that's who he works through It's the hands and feet, so a uh, great mm-hmm. topic, great feedback, folks. thanks so much, just for the honest and open thoughts and Michelle, always uh, such a gift to to counter back and forth on perspectives on these issues with you.
1: Oh, thank you, Kevin. I totally agree, and I love the conversations and I love hearing everyone else's you know feedback and opinions because you know we all have different unique opinions, but I think ultimately. We are the same. We all want to make a difference. We want to make this life matter. And so these topics are important that we can help us be the best that we can be.
0: Absolutely. All right. Hey, thanks so much, Michelle. Well, folks, I hope that gave you some food for thought as you go forward in life. And you're going to hear, I'm sure at some point somewhere, probably not too far from long that you can do anything you want to do or be anything you want to be. And now you'll have some, maybe you'll have some grace for the, the statement one, but also some thoughts as to how you can within your own skills, abilities, gifts, talents, bents, how you can do that. But it's going to require more than what you can possibly bring to the table just by yourself. Well, Hey, I do want to give another plug because uh, I would just believe in it. The experiences that people have had, the testimonies they've had from going to Michelle Prince's event book bound by the sea, because so many of you have messages that we need to benefit from. And I have no reason to think that you can't be a best-selling author, whether or not you write well or or not. The point is, do you have a message? Do you have something to impart? So again, it's Captiva Island. You can see all the details on the date. If you'll go to book and that's with Michelle Prince. I'm sure if you just put in book bound by the sea into a search engine or Michelle Prince that you will come to it as well, but it is a place you can go spend three days in a beautiful place and come away with the essence, if not uh, almost the fullness of a book actually written. That's amazingly compelling folks. Thank you so much for being here. I'll tell you next show coming up is episode 498, And I bring you a guy. I have been a fan of for a long time. I can't remember how long, and it was such a gift to finally interview the guy and dive into his message. It's Donald Miller. And you may, some of his past books were blue, like jazz. My favorite was uh, a million miles and a thousand years. And then he started the storyline conferences. I mean, this is a guy that a lot of the influencers out there have been dramatically influenced by. Now he's got a great new book that we're going to cover uh, in that show. So it was really fun time with him and incredibly profound as well. So that's coming up. Hey, thank you for being here and letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together.